And welcome to episode number two of the DARF show with co-hosts Nathan Bowling and Matt Staples. Going to give you all your breakdown of the NASCAR news. Got five hot take topics coming up. We got a little playoff challenge and a preview for California Speedway, the Auto Club. Uh, What is it, 300? I thought it was 500. Is it 500? 400. Okay, we'll average we'll them split between. Them. Yeah, split uh, them. But yeah. uh, I will turn it over to these guys, giving you your full breakdown of the Las Vegas race this weekend. What do you think? I thought it was a pretty entertaining race for a mile and a half track. I was, you know, pleasantly surprised, you know, being, you know, the second race of the year, obviously, and, you know, you really don't know what to expect after Daytona, but I was really entertained about the whole afternoon. I have to agree with you on that. I'm usually not into the mile and a half because mm-hmm. usually if you've seen one mile and a half track, you've seen every one of them. Right. But I thought it was entertaining. Um, I don't think there's no surprises on who was up front most of the day. Right. You know, that's kind of expected. But, uh, you know, it it was worth watching. You know, I think the uh, the weather conditions really played into the the high downforce package. You know, the it was, I think temperatures were in the 60s and you know that's a cooler track temperature higher grip you know and they could run wide open around the place you know las vegas has a little bit more grip and i think that really played into the the low down or the high downforce package where they could you know kind of be bunched up a little bit more and draft a lot more you know compared to what a low grip track like atlanta or you know um or like a texas or something like that I think one thing NASCAR needs to look into, though, is these guys can just barely touch and they're cutting tires down. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no more banging doors and moving on. And, you know, unless they're immediately got a, a tire cut down, that costs, what, two or three guys yeah. positions because of that. Yeah. So I think they need to relook at that and uh, do something where they can get, you know, they can do a little more bumping and, and rubbing. And yeah. I think, like with the Xfinity series, they have that composite body mm-hmm. and it's a little bit more well a lot more durable actually i don't know if the new gen 7 car coming out next year is going to have that but if not that i think they should really look into that where they could rub a little bit more and like you said not really damage cause that much damage well i think that uh what the composite body i don't think it cuts the tires down as easy either you know it'll actually get on the tire and smoke a little bit but won't actually just cut it straight down so you know, I think that'll make, especially like Bristol Martinsville, you know, yeah. they can get it together and, and run a lot harder, mm-hmm. a lot closer together with that. Maybe make a little bit more contact, you know, just to make it a little bit more interesting. What'd you think of uh, the coming to the finish? I know Logano really didn't have any competition to the finish there on that last restart, but. Uh... Logano's a clown. Oh, I, I totally agree <laughs> with you, but. No one was competing with him. You know, they was running for second to, to sixth or seventh yeah. there, but I was honest. Next best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> I was really surprised that that many cars didn't stay out at the end. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can see coming in and getting tires. You know, the first, what, two or three cars stayed out. Yeah. But still, I mean, Logano's restarted first, and, you know, he was gone. But 
I don't know. That was I could see it both ways, but if it would have been me, like first couple three rows, I think I would have stayed out. But what? What? Eight cars stay out? Six or eight? Yeah, something like that, I believe. So that's and that helped Logano out too, because you know they yeah. had a buffer between him and the, yeah. the new tires. And now, if it would have been eight or nine laps to go compared to two or three, that'd been a little different oh, yeah. story. They'd yeah. have had a little bit more time. But, but I was really impressed with with everyone behind him racing. Yeah, I mean they was all out with that. Yeah, you know, it's that Jimmy Johnson, who? Jimmy Johnson, Logano. Go ahead and do it again. Yeah, but Jimmy Johnson passing well below the yeah. the, the line on the inside. I mean he was using yeah. an apron and everything to get around, and uh, he's gonna make the most out of his retirement year. I do believe. Yeah. I still don't think he's gonna win a race, but he's gonna make the uh, most out of that. But I was. I was really surprised with the uh, speed of all the Hendrick cars. Mm-hmm. You know, that, yeah. like with Johnson and you know Byron was, was fast. You yes, know. yeah, I, I agree. What else you want to recap on the race? I was, I was about some highlights yeah, outside of pretty much. The tires are going down and people hitting the wall. Yeah. Can we move on though, just real quick? And, and I'm I'm gonna give a selfless plug here, but uh, can we give a big shout out to Indiana Zone Chase Briscoe for the mm-hmm. you know the rain delayed Xfinity race going out and winning that at Vegas? Uh, you know, I think that Chase had previously kind of been looked at as a guy, even even as he's moved up the series. You know, he won the you know the dirt. Um, what's it called now? Dirt Classic. It's not Dirt Classic. Outdoor Dirt Derby. Dirt Derby. Yeah um you know in the truck he had won the roval he had kind of won some like some like one-off races he hadn't come to a mile and a half and won. and um to watch what he did yesterday was really impressive and i'm telling you this kid with tony you know being in in charge of that that team they leave him in xfinity long enough this kid's gonna be special i, I agree. agree yep so well, i don't think it's gonna be he's special oh I, yeah that's yeah. a great he, point he doesn't yeah. he just hasn't showed everything he has yet right. yeah he's already a special driver right. i think yeah he done well last year but he was following cole custer mm-hmm. you know and he won what six or seven races yeah. and you know that's kind of hard to and reddick too yeah and reddick christopher bell yeah you know, so yeah he, when you talk about what just last week we talked about that this may be the best class of rookies we've ever seen and then you're talking about those were the guys that he was racing against last year in his first year in xfinity and and was didn't win a ton of races but was up front competing with mm-hmm. those yeah. most weeks. I mean, he was a top yeah. 10 driver, at, you know, every week, made the playoffs, you know, some some great things there, so. And had bad luck, you know, he had yeah. wrecks and, you know, tires going down, stuff like that, came back and bit him. Yeah, absolutely. So, let's jump in now. Uh, that was kind of our recap there of Vegas, and uh, let's, uh, let's get ready here. And, you know, we got kicked off Facebook twice last week for our um, – our drop it like it's hot uh entry and that's too bad so i went back to the drawing board and decided you know we needed a little more race um conflict to get us ready so this is our new intro to the darf hot takes
Set with Greg Biffle. He's the most unprofessional little scaredy cat I've ever seen in my life. He wouldn't even fight me like a man after. So if someone texts me his address, I'll go see him Wednesday at his house and show him, show him what he really needs. Absolutely nothing to help me out tonight. My truck drove like shit. And these splitters are absolutely horrendous. You can't pass in traffic. You can't race alongside anybody. You can't get within five truck lengths of no one. But somehow, someway, I was able to get back to the truck. Had a blast. What happened there with the 53? Well, you know, uh, hit a really fast Norlite board. And, uh, you know, Dave, I'm just not wrecking enough people. I need to wreck more people so they'll stop throwing bad blocks. Um, that silly driving habit. And just give that mic away. You don't even deserve to have that mic right now. What the hell's wrong with you? Wait, that, climb I mean, over this counter and come beat your ass. Yeah. So uh, uh, I, I, I that's like the worst question I've heard all week. I think you're racing every night this week. Yeah, he, I think he missed that part. I don't know. I don't... Go ahead, Bob. Bob and then Nate. Better be using. Are they using Smithfield product? And there may be several several of our listeners out there that are saying the same thing Tony did right there. Get that mic away from those guys. They don't even deserve to have that mic. Oh, but wow. hmm. um, just give us those addresses. We'll go find them at their house. <laughs> <laughs> so show up with a couple black eyes on these. <laughs> I don't think Boris said is going to kick us off of Facebook for uh, using his hot take right there. No, I don't think so. On either. Greg Biffle, but. Boris said just thankful he's he's somewhere on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's still, <laughs> still hanging out, man. And uh, not just because of his hair. Uh, <laughs> Said head. <laughs> so I still miss the days, though, when he would be just in the pits with a helmet, you know, just in case a driver went mm-hmm. down during a road course race. He was constantly there. Didn't know which car he was going to get in, but I didn't care. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. So here's the first hot take I want to hear you guys is uh, your, your, your thoughts on. And, and it, it plays right into what we talked about last week. We talked about what does Kyle Busch's you know, wins mean and, and dropping down to the lower series. But I love what came out because NASCAR put out the Kyle Busch, you know, won the truck race at Vegas this weekend. And Kyle Larson quickly tweeted that back and added some cheery emojis uh, insinuating that he was cherry picking. And Kevin Harvick, who has not been a huge Kyle Busch guy, they've had their issues, came back. Oh, <laughs> he came when back. did that happen yeah. <laughs> uh i could have just done the whole intro on those two um but came back at larson which was impressive and said sound like it sounds like it's about time for you to start building some trucks so defended bush a little bit but then after he went back and forth with some other drivers he really put his money where his mouth is and tweeted out i'll put a fifty thousand dollar bounty on kyle bush for any regular cup series driver that can drop down and beat him in a truck series race the cool thing was after that was t- tweeted, the Gander Mountain and Outdoors uh, CEO and President Marcus Lemonis said, "I will match that fifty thousand, and we will put a hundred thousand dollar bounty uh, on Kyle Busch in the truck races when he races." So I want to get you guys' take on what you think about that, and I also think about the bounties that we've put out for some of our local dirt track guys. We got a long way to go. Hundred grand to drop down and beat him i thought he was impressive with a hundred i mm-hmm. did too i did too <laughs> yeah i love the idea honestly i mean i it if enough guys really take advantage of it and can find you know i, I don't think the funding would really be that much of an issue but just finding a truck that they could you know hop into but i mean if one or two guys only take advantage then you know, I I don't know if that would really get to its full potential, but, you know, if six, seven guys, you know, like a Harvick or 
Denny Hamlin gets in one of Kyle Busch's trucks or something like that, I, I think it could really be something pretty cool. But oh, I, I I do too. I think it's it's good, and uh, you guys both know I'm not a huge Kyle Busch fan. That's what I think. <laughs> but he seems to uh, work best under pressure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him that. So when these guys start showing up, if they start showing up to race for this bounty, I think you're going to see him run way harder than he has. Yeah. You know. And he responded with the same you, thing everybody gets about things don't on happen them. when you put bounties on them. And, and, and I'm not taking this. Nobody's coming to wreck me out, which... Yeah. I but they, they threw that in there. You couldn't wreck him. And I don't think that's a problem because he's. It's not. They're not throwing this out to the regular truck drivers, and I'm nothing. Not taking anything away from them, where they might take a shot at him for a hundred grand. These are NASCAR regulars that they're asking to drop down. The other thing that Harvick said, I know you had Nathan had brought up before about this, about the sponsor relationships and what it does for Bush to kind of drop down and do some of that stuff. The cool thing I thought, or interesting thing I thought Kevin Harvick brought up was. You know, Kyle Busch Motorsports employs about 70 to 80 families or, or people. Yeah. And and Harvick brought up, he said, you know, I understand where the, the controversy is and the way people feel, but he said the 70, 80 people that work for KBM that are employed because Kyle drops down and does some of the stuff and brings in sponsor dollars that allows the other things to go on, he said they're really happy he's willing to do it. So yeah. I, I do think that's an interesting idea as well, um, you know, with, with what Harvick brought up there. But I think, you know, the coolest part about this whole deal, you know, even if nobody beats Kyle Busch, Harvick and the Marcus Limonis, they're going to donate that money to Kyle and Samantha Bush's, uh, what is it, Bundle of Joy, I think that's what it's called. So if he wins that, then, you know, $100,000 of it goes to that charity, which, you know, to me, that's pretty dang cool. I also like to... I also like the prime time challenge. Yeah, that they threw out there. Yeah, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Did NASCAR limit how many races he could go down and do it? They limited everyone, not just yeah, him. Right, yeah. but that, they, they have can, to. It's, they, they it's can, the Kyle Busch rule. They, they can yeah. step down, but they have to. Like, if he does all of them in truck, he can't race any Xfinity. Right. What is it? So no. He can race five truck races and five Xfinity races. I is that believe. what it is? Yeah. Okay. Because but, I knew they said he's got four more this year, so it's got to be one of those four, obviously, that they come to to go for. Him. But there's something that the truck series is going to do. Uh, I haven't done that much research in it. Honestly, haven't had that much time. But they're doing what's called like a triple truck challenge, where they're not going to allow any cup drivers. And I thought they said Richmond, which that was one of the races that, you know something or another that kyle was going to do they they're not going to let any like cup drivers in that race for some i had like i said i haven't done a whole lot of research but i did see something about it i would like to see the challenge at bristol yeah i like richmond though i mean if it ends up being but you know wherever they do it it's still going to be pretty neat but preferably a short track all right and our second question and our hot takes here is is chevy back at the race on sunday at vegas they finished six of the top 10 positions um obviously not capturing the win but is this the thing and i I heard you talk earlier you know i I think one of the most impressive things i saw is 
Jimmy Johnson look like old Jimmy Johnson again. And I, I do think part of it is he knows he's got to go, but the last couple of years, the Chevys just look like they can't compete. And Sunday, I felt like they looked like they were back, you know, competing. Yeah. I mean, you know, with it being only the second race of the year, I think it might be just a little bit too early. You know, um, Chevy, I, I believe they said on the broadcast yesterday that, you know, that was a good track for Chevrolet last year, but then they kind of fell off after that on the mile and a half track so you know it'd be interesting to see what they do at fontana this weekend and i think after that where do they go phoenix and then maybe homestead so i don't know i mean i'm caution cautiously optimistic but i think you know i think they're going to have a lot better year this year i think they're going to be back more than they were last year yes i think toyota had a whole lot last year that nascar reeled back on them and gave the other you know the other manufacturers a little bit more and i think chevy took the most advantage of it i don't think they're going to be dominating but they're going to be more in the hunt than yeah, they were last they'll be year. in contention but uh chevy i think they re- kind of redesigned the front yes. end on the car you it, know it's still too pointed we've seen that at daytona yeah. though yeah so let me ask you this is it is it the cars that are holding them back or is it that they don't have the caliber of drivers and chevy cars that what ford and toyota have in their staple I think it's the cars because, you know, I think, I think across the board, you got 20 or 25 drivers. You can almost throw a, throw a blanket over and they're about the same. I mean, you know, they all have their challenges, but let's go back to the nineties when Ray Abraham said, let's take the bodies off of them and race them. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, let's just do away with the bodies. You know, when Abraham had Gordon there. But you know, there's only what five full-time Toyota teams and you know, the rest of them's Fords, but I don't know. I mean, I, I'm going to be interested to see how they do. I, but I, I believe they will have a better year this year. I mean, just talking about those Chevy drivers, you got Kurt Busch, Kyle Larson. You got Ty Dillon. You got Bowman, Byron, Elliott, and Johnson. You've got Ryan Priest, Ricky Stenhouse. You've got Brennan Poole. Austin Dillon. You've got Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick. Ty Dillon. Do you Bub- already say I him? said him. Oh, yeah. Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, who's now in uh, a Ford. Um, so I, I don't think I think I don't think there's an issue at all with the drivers. No, really? Yeah. See, I, I think I think they are the I think they lack on on the others. But the the top name drivers are in Toyotas. So, yeah, I think Toyotas are Fords because I think Stuart Haas has top name drivers as well. What's Kevin Harvick done this year? Well, he ran up front Sunday. Where did he finish? I I don't even know off the top of my head. But he's still looking like Kevin Harvick. I thought he looked more like it Sunday than he did at Daytona for sure. I think there's more guys in the Chevys that you know are run more towards the back. You know, like your Brandon Pools, um, Ty Dillon. He's mid pack, but I mean, I. With the Fords, you know, that's basically Penske and Stuart Haas, and, you know, they're all top-tier drivers, but, you know, to me, there's a lot more Chevy guys, you know, running towards the back, but I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you got your boy Matty D, you got Blaney, Kozlowski, Logano, Almirola, Boyer, Custer, Harvick, um... Busher, Newman, 
I mean, I would take that over the Chevy group. And yes, Toyota has the best of the best. I don't disagree with that at all. And Corey LaJoy. So, I mean, if I was if I was taking those, I would take those over the Chevy drivers. I would too, but I'm saying I still think the manufacturers hold held them back just a little bit. I, I don't disagree, but what I'm saying is go back to when Chevy was dominant. Who was driving those cars? Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon. Jimmy Johnson in his heyday. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I think that – and part of it's just natural you know, turnover. Tony Stewart was in a Chevrolet. For, for a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of it's just natural turnover from as guys retire, you replace with younger guys. But I think when you look at that, I do think the drivers play a part in that because yeah. Chevy was dominant when they had the best drivers yeah. sitting in their cars. Harvick was in a Chevrolet mm-hmm. back then too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. A lot of talk about the restarts at Vegas, how crazy they were. Um, what's your takes? I liked it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm about the aggressiveness, and that's, you know, as soon as the green flag came out, everybody was shoving everybody, and, uh, you know, it kind of was looked like that boys have at it thing, and I, I dug it. I thought it was awesome. That's where the stage racing, you know, you've got mm-hmm. your restarts. That's really where it's going to show, you know, you, you, you're guaranteed to have at least two restarts, you know, at, at yes. the beginning stage two and stage three. And, you know, if you didn't have that, you're obviously not going to have that amount of restarts as what they've been having unless it's a wreck fest, but they're all going to be strung out a lot more. Well, I think that's where Vegas made up for what Daytona had. Daytona, Mm -hmm. as quick as they get organized, they just rode and Mm -hmm. rode and rode and rode. Where it seemed like at Vegas, they were in a hurry. And, you know, there's aggressive restarts. Four and, and five wide. Yeah, they shuffled and, and so uh, running on the apron. Yeah. And, yeah. What yeah. they lacked at Daytona, they made up for a little bit in Vegas. Yeah. I thought. And I will agree. I think as far as a mile and a half track, which I hate mile and a half tracks, Me and too. I'll be the first Me to too. throw that out there and admit that. Yeah. Um, if they ran one a year, I would still be too many for me. Um, <laughs> just because I think they're all the same, and that, that yes. maybe is unfair. Cookie cutters, it can be, man. But I will give Vegas some credit with this that was exciting and it, it yeah. really i didn't feel like we were watching a mile and a half because there were so many lanes to pass but i also think and maybe i'm wrong but i also think the the rubber getting washed off was a positive mm-hmm. because the lanes yeah. weren't already established the track was green um, and they had to go out and create their own lanes i agree all right and this maybe is not fair coming after what happened yesterday but uh my question is here is chase elliott a bust no Yes. I thought he was overrated from day one, and it's just gotten worse. To me, that goes back to what we was just talking about with, like, the Chevys. You know, they've been down here the past couple years, and Chase came in and, you know, kind of in the down year. But, I mean, I'm not going to say he's a bust, but – this year is going to be very very important for him i think i'm not going to say i'm just going to say he doesn't deserve all the hype that they put behind him i could see that you know he come in you know he was awesome bill's kid and i thought he was gonna set the world on fire and every week you know week after week after week he had the commentators well he's gonna get one one of these days well everybody's gonna get you know michael Mm -hmm. walter got a few yeah you know so hey don't be picking on my boy michael (laughs) but you know everybody's gonna get one eventually yeah you know so I mean, I, nathan was already posting bad pictures of him 
Sunday. <laughs> I loved it. I love the introduction. They went a little between the ferns. Man. Zach Galifianakis, love that show. And then they went Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Who doesn't love Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? I like that show, but I'm just going to keep my I, comment to myself. I, that, this is all about comments. Nah. Mm. Have you ever watched Between the Ferns with Zach Galifianakis? Mm-hmm. It's one of the greatest things oh, yeah. ever. But they should just leave it to him and not Michael Waltrip. <laughs> but that's but that's the entertainment. Look at what the NFL does every week. All my, of their shows have that kind of Mikey stuff. Mikey does a great job with that stuff, but he struggled as a race car driver. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think I think Chase came in with way more hype than he really deserved. And that's, you know. Okay, so here, here mm. I, I want to follow it up with this. Was Dale Jr. a bust? Yes. I don't think Dale got to show everything. After I read his second book... I don't disagree with that part. But but all we can... And I, I know what you're going to say, and I'll let you... Go ahead and I'll let you say it before I interrupt you. He got so worried about his health that he quit thinking about racing. And after you read that second book, he tells that. You know, when he got to a point where he... Any other time would have forced his way through there for the win, he was letting off the gas and falling back. So, I'm going to say... Yes, he was a bust, but I'm going to throw an asterisk beside that mm-hmm. just for the fact that he was more concerned about living to be an old man instead of racing for the day. I think the on track, you know, was I mean, he's won, what, was it two Daytona 500s? That's great. But just the impact he had on the sport. Still has on the still sport. Still has on the sport. I, on track was a bust. Off the track, marketing machine. Well, and I think he's an amazing human being, but but I just want to throw this out there because I, I think that's where my argument comes with the Chase Elliott thing. I think they're one and the same. And really, it's probably not fair. And I understand Chase hasn't been around as long. He's ran six years. But he ran three years in the trucks, has two wins. He ran five years in Xfinity, has five wins. He has ran six years in Cup, and has six wins his i mean his numbers don't back it up but when you go and look at junior which i was kind of he has less than that junior doesn't in the in the other two classes he does he's no truck wins xfinity he's got 24 wins and okay. a in xfinity yeah and the championship yeah. yeah and 26 wins over 19 years in cup so again if you continue so he's been in six years with six wins if you multiply that by three He's going to be right about exactly what Dale Jr. was. Uh, maybe a little less. He's not even on pace to stay with Dale Jr. right no. now if he runs 19 years. So but to, I, just, I just don't think he will do what Dale's done when he walks out of the seat. I think when Chase Elliott leaves the seat, people won't even know who Chase Elliott is. Yeah. But I'm just talking as a driver. Yeah. You I'm, know? I'm a, I, I think he, but I thought he was overhyped on day one. Oh, I did too. I, I've never been a fan. But I, I again... And I see way too much of what he did this weekend. I understand the pits and the decisions, but there's just way too much of I can get up front or he may be the greatest uh, qualifier that's ever been in NASCAR because he sits on more poles and finishes 15th to 30th than anybody I've ever Mm -hmm. seen. Um, I would throw Joe Nemechek and Ryan Newman in that best qualifier. I I wouldn't disagree with that. I wouldn't disagree with that. But uh, so, okay. Now, this is the biggie. Sound effect for it. Oh, yeah, I, I could come up with something. Let me see here. Let me see here. What's what's going to be a good one? Uh, where'd it go? 
He's got too many selections. Yeah, over there. too many toys. <laughs> so for our food hot take of the week, everybody knows that we had a huge debate last week over. I sent you guys a picture yesterday, and we got a response out of it. I was busy. When was it? Oh, I see. Look, and then I uh, boneless I, all the way, baby, is what I sent you. Well, I was also disappointed. Oh be- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is, you Those at, do look good. You were at Buffalo Wings and Rings. Yeah, in Bedford. Yeah, I know. I could tell by the picture. Yeah, shout out to them. Love Buffalo Wings and Rings. Yeah. Much Never better than there. B-dubs. Never oh, yeah. There. If you go there, you wouldn't even want to go to B- it. It will contend with Roosters, but I, I would still give Roosters a nod. I would too, but we'll to Wings and Rings. <laughs> some of the best blue cheese you can get. Yes, yes. It is some of the, the nice big chunks in there. I'm not yeah. even a blue cheese fan, but I'm if I go either. to Wings and Rings, I get blue cheese. Yeah, I'll try, yeah I'd have to try it. So here's the big debate. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I think a hot dog is just itself. I mean, it's a hot dog. I mean, I don't think it's a sandwich, but the hot dog's just a hot dog to me. Okay. <laughs> you go to the brick. On the menu, it says hot dog sandwich. Uh-huh. They split the dog in half and put it on bread you don't get it in the the half fold bun it's a big red one so i'm gonna say it is a sandwich shots fired shots fired on bread i could but i mean mm. okay hot dog bun you put a hamburger on a bun that's a sandwich. yeah but it's not the same it's not the so same then, type of bun then define to me what a sandwich is it's meat in between two pieces of bread right on okay then a hot but, dog it's not, qualifies. but it's not split the hot dog bun is not split all the way does it say it has to be okay still between okay two pieces then i'm gonna go with this what about like a what about like a sub sandwich where it's part of it isn't split on one side Yeah, when you go to subway they don't split their sandwich all the way across well subway's trash so quiz knows <laughs> i'm not a big subway fan uh, but that doesn't matter it's still a sandwich <laughs> Is that a sub sandwich or a sub submarine sandwich? Okay, so so if a sandwich <laughs> is a piece of meat between two buns, which you really can't say that either, because I oh, would you say a veggie sandwich, a peanut butter and jelly. Well, yeah, something jelly. in between two pieces of bread. Bread and butter when you eat your soup beans, man. Is that a sandwich or what is that? I don't eat soup beans. Did I just say that out loud? <laughs> Revoke my citizenship? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Especially in southern Indiana, I know. man. <laughs> Sound effect incoming. <laughs> so, it, but if... So My that, gosh. So how does hey, a, we, how does a the hot Dar- dog... The not- Darf Show is now looking for a new co-host yeah. that will yeah. eat soup beans. That's every time... To- well, never mind. <laughs> So what? So how is a hot dog not a sandwich by your own definition? Because a hot dog is just a hot dog. No, you you just defined a hot dog and it meets a all hot criteria. dog on a bun. Okay, the bun is split halfway where it just sets in there. It's not split all the way. It's not cut in half. But we just said a subway sandwich is the same oh way. Oh my god! But damn it. <laughs> so basically, what I understand you're saying is to be a sandwich your the bun or bread cannot run vertically it has to run horizontally 
Correct. What's well, just like yeah, a hot dog on turn, the side. Yeah, to the side. <laughs> I just never have called it a sandwich. I just that's just my personal take on it. I mean, you just call it a hot dog. Yeah. Or if I'm going to have like Italian sausage or bratwurst or something, I just say I'm just going to have a bratwurst or well three bratwursts. But I just don't I don't say a bratwurst sandwich. I don't say an Italian sausage sandwich. I'm a clown. Okay, but it, it's still it's still it's a sandwich. We can agree to disagree. I think we need to put a poll out on that one. Let's do that. I do. I think because I mean, how it's a sandwich. Yeah, I'm I'm in full agreement of it's a sandwich. Okay. Just because the bread is not split is not enough to. For me, it is. It's between bread. Right. Well, I'm gonna throw this out there because I know he eats this stuff. But you'll call spam on a bun a sandwich. No. I don't eat spam on bread. I just eat it right straight out of the can. He sucks the jelly down as a d- dessert. <laughs> Let me find the right sound effect for that. <laughs> That's his after dinner drink right there. <laughs> Little shot of jelly. All right. All right. We have more of a heated debate on the food than we do the race. Well, 100%. That's the whole idea. We should have a cooking show. <laughs> It's a it's a sandwich. It's a sandwich. Okay, I disagree, but that's okay. That's just part of it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like a hoagie. Wait, what's is that a sandwich? It's just a hoagie. I mean, it's just he defines it and then <laughs> then argues his definition. <laughs> My definition's right, but you don't fit in. Can <laughs> we move on, please? Let's, you know what? <laughs> I think this is how like class and race warfare starts is this is what it takes to be in my club. I know you fit all of what I want, but yeah, you can't be in my club. Oh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. You're hating. You're leaving a hot dog out of the sandwich family just because yeah. it's buns not split. Just my opinion. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm actually building a lot more respect for Kyle Bush after this conversation. Because he thinks wow. it's a sandwich? I have no idea, but oh. I would say he does. He's intelligent. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ouch. Shots fired. <laughs> All right. Let- <laughs> Once again, the Darf Show is looking for a new co-host. Yeah. Send resume in and wa- and write it on toilet paper. And let, let us know if you think hot dog is a sandwich or not on that resume. That's the only interview question. All right. Let's move on to your playoff drivers and see where we're at here. Reminder to anybody listening or paying attention at home, we won't be worried about hot dogs, but we did make an agreement that whichever co-host comes the closest to the playoff field and we'll give our papers to you to hold. Yes. I sign mine. I'll sign mine. So whoever comes, whoever wins gets all the glory and acclaim. The loser cannot eat their favorite chicken wings for three months. Yes. Well, we've already established that with Jimmy Johnson, right? Like yeah, that the, was Jimmy Johnson's bet. Yeah. Oh, that was Jimmy Johnson's yeah. bet. What did we said, put on I this? I said he would not win a race, and he said he would win So what did we put on this then? I don't think we have yet. Oh, okay then i apologize yeah we that was jimmy johnson's i think then 
If he wins, I'll buy him a case of beer. If, if I win, he buys me a case of beer. Yeah, but that's not as much fun. Well, I like beer. But. I think that if I think that if Nathan <laughs> loses, we take him to every hot dog stand that we can, and he has to order a hot dog sandwich everywhere we go, and ask for it as a hot dog sandwich. Yeah, he has to say, "I'll have one hot dog sandwich, please." Sandwich. <laughs> what do you put on your hot dog sandwich? All right, then let's uh, let's ask that. Does ketchup go on a on a hot dog? Ask Clint Eastwood that. I'm ketchup, mustard, and relish. I, I really I do see, the trifecta, man. I'm an anti ketchup guy on a hot dog. Mustard only. Mustard see, I, I'm relish. really not a big ketchup fan, but for some reason, I like it on a hot dog. Yeah, see, I, that's the Chicago thing. You do not put ketchup on a hot dog, so I do not do mustard, relish, hot sauce. I, I'm all right with that. I prefer the big red hot dogs also. Oh, over yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. And if that's the case, I split them and put them on bread like the brick does. Yeah, but that would that would not qualify a hot dog anymore. What would that be? Well, under his rules, that would just be a meat sandwich. Oh. The meat once identified as a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just getting the identification uh, things even more. Uh, uh, All right. Meanwhile... I'm really, on to the playoffs. I'm really curious how many of these we have alike. It's going to be interesting. Because with Did driver, you do your wins? Like a breakdown of each driver's wins through the 26 races? I did. But no. we won't count that towards. No, I just picked my 16 okay. drivers. So let me ask, because I, I told you, we did not rank them in order, correct? Correct. We just picked 16, but then we picked who we thought the final four would be and who yes. the champion would be. Yes. I put mine in order just for the heck of it. Okay. But my, it, mine is not in order. Okay. So let's just start with... Well, Matt, you throw out one, and we'll see if it's on Nathan's list. Uh, of course, Denny Hamlin. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's uh, both of you have Hamlin and Logano, yes. correct? Because yeah. we both know they're in. Yep. So throw out another one. Kyle Busch. Mm-hmm. All right. Kevin Harvick. Mm-hmm. Brad Keselowski. Yep. Kyle Larson. Yep. Bowman. Yep. <laughs> Ryan Blaney. Yep. Martin Truex Jr. Yep. Byron. Yep. This is unreal. I got him right here, though. Matt DiBenedetto. Yep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Christopher Bell. Yep. Austin Dillon. Nope. Kurt Busch. Yep. Chris Busher. Nope. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Nope. So, three. We have 13 drivers the same. So who are your three? Because you, you didn't have Chris Buescher, Ricky Stenhouse, and Austin Dillon. And Austin Dillon. I had... Let me go through and read this again. I've got Jimmy Johnson. Okay. With one win. <laughs> getting a hot wing. Yeah, you got to get that hot wing in there. I've got Clint Boyer getting in on points. And I've got Chase Elliott. All right, so his three. Di- you didn't have Boyer in? No. That kind of surprises me. No, I just don't. I don't think so, man. Should I say like what? How many wins? I think. Yeah, go ahead. Through the first twenty-six. Okay. So I've got thirteen different winners, three drivers getting in on points. I've got Kyle Busch at the top with four wins, Denny Hamlin with three wins, Joey Logano with three wins, 
Martin Truex with three wins. Chase Elliott with three wins. I've got Harvick. With whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Chase Elliott with three wins? He won three last year, but it wasn't throughout the, the first 26 races. You would have been better off to leave all that alone. See, that's why well, I, didn't do I don't. That. I just want to see how close I am. Uh, now I lost track. Hey, hold on. Let me check all our fans that agree with you. <laughs> yep. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. He could have won it yesterday, but he didn't. Coulda, woulda. Yeah. And if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. So. <laughs> and if a hot dog's on bun, it's a sandwich. I've <laughs> uh, got. Kevin Harvick with two wins. Brad Keselowski with two wins. Blaney with one. Byron with one. And said Johnson with one. Uh, I've got Larson with one win. Matt DiBenedetto with one win. And Alex Bowman with one win. With Kurt Busch, Clint Boyer, and Christopher Bell getting in on points. You know, and I, I was very critical of Kevin Harvick last week and threw him out as my disappointment. And I don't disagree that maybe he didn't look like Happy Harvick, but the fact that you think Chase Elliott will win more races than Kevin Harvick this season is absolutely insane. Just through the first 26 races. Who knows? Harvick might win three or four in the playoffs. You don't know. But So here's what I'll do. I, I will make a side bet with you. I will make a side bet with you right now that through the first 26 races, Harvick wins more races than Chase Elliott. If I win, you buy my dinner at Roosters. If I win, I buy, or if you win, I buy your dinner at Roosters. And I will take that to the bank for a free dinner. I'll do it. All right. I can't wait to get some boneless wings. You're not going to believe this, but I don't even have Harvick in my final four. I do. I do not. But all all jokes aside, I did have trouble with Blaney and Elliot because with all honesty well, how do you got Blaney or you got Elliot winning the championship with twenty seven wins. <laughs> who who is your top four? Well, let me get my because Blaney, he could already won the first two races this year. Uh-huh. You know, he was We we put keep playing this coulda. Well, <laughs> There's a lot of things that could have happened. Right, but I'm just saying. I, I probably... Dustin, Dustin could have had hair, you know? Okay, let's go on to the championship four. <laughs> All, right. All right. Who's your championship four? <laughs> Hold on, time out. We can all wake up from your dream now. Well, you guys are going to have a fit with this one. <laughs> oh, God. You should have waited to make your bet, but it's already... I'm good with it. Don't, I'm, don't I'm say you're champion. Just, just the four. Top four. Well, that was an accident. Yeah, it sounded like it. <laughs> Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott. <laughs> no! right, you ready for mine? <laughs> it, can't, it can't be worse. Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., Brad Keselowski. Champion? K- 
Can you read me yours again? Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott. You stupid. <laughs> you stupid. Um, so. He's got Chase Elliott as a champion, too. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> Who's your champion? Denny Hamlin. Okay, at least, oh. at least you had some. <laughs> Is that who you picked? Champion Denny Hamlin. Yep. <laughs> he's he's well deserving of yep. that, man. I, and I that's a hard one to pick against, yep. to be honest. Yep, I think um I think we're gonna be hard pressed that he doesn't win it this year. I'm banking on Chase Elliott having a good year. So obviously. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. And for all our listeners out there, uh, after Nathan's picks there, you understand why we call this the DARF show, the dumbass race fans, because they still exist. And we're taking the name back. I just think he ate a whole lot of dream sickles before he filled that list <laughs> oh out, man. Oh, my gosh. Man, I'll tell you what, though. I am going to put on a show at Roosters when he has to buy. Well, I'm going to go. I may eat. I'll my, buy my own. But- yeah. I may eat myself to where I have to actually throw up before I leave. But okay. I may. We, we got to go back, though, because we're going to take him to all the hot dog stands, make him order oh, yeah. a sandwich. What do yeah. I have to do? Yeah. I don't know. Not call them sandwiches? You wait when I tell people Brownstown this year. Make sure you get down and get your hot dog sandwich. <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> Nathan Bowling's favorite. That's what we're going to Nathan Bowling hot dog sandwich. The special. <laughs> Wait till it's kids' night if Jim will give a hot dog away. Yeah. Courtesy of Nathan Bowling. Yeah. Free hot dog uh-huh. sandwiches. Uh-huh. Okay. You know what? Here's what I think you should have to do. And I'm going to throw this out here. Because of all the crap we've given Nathan, and I will I will help put this on, I think that if, if he wins this, you should have to wear white shoes to the track to go down and do interviews at some point. How long? The whole night. This one night? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice white tennis shoes to walk down. But th- that'll be fine because I'll throw his name out the whole time. I'm wearing these in honor of Nathan. So that's, you know. Yeah, I think you should have to wear white tennis shoes. Okay. I'm just looking forward to a trip to Roosters either way. I don't care if I lose <laughs> or not. <laughs> yeah, mine my, my, my don't even include food, man. What, what kind of food do you want? I don't know, but. You've already got a chicken wing bet. And, you know, you guys don't even respond. I'm just hurt over that. I thought, man, I'm going to send this and nothing. When you get chicken wings, when you get your boneless chicken wings in a bowl, you know you're at a good place, man. Oh, yeah, it's, it's fancy. Okay, so here's my di- – we're going back to the chicken wings. i got to throw this out here. I don't have a problem with – I've got the pro- the problem with the name the term boneless chicken wing because there's no such thing as a boneless wing have i ordered them at a restaurant before yes but i cringed if they're going to do it they need to call it like chicken like breast pieces <laughs> like i mean they're not really a nugget at some places you know like a why you know has friends <laughs> Have I ordered them? Like I said, yes. But I just don't like So you're it. saying it's a false advertisement issue? Yes, because there's no such thing as a boneless wing. I just don't like the terminology of it. 
what sound effect you got there. Hey, okay, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> There's no ham in hamburger either. Ooh. Could be pork, which that's... That's a pork burger. When no, you want, if you put pork and beef together. But if you go to this to a restaurant in town right now and order a hamburger, mm -hmm. there is no ham in it. Not ham, but there could be pork mixed but, but, in. But they call it a hamburger. Shots yeah, fire! I see your point. Shots okay. Fire! But it's not a sandwich if you turn it on <laughs> yes. the vertical edges. Or if you don't cut the sandwich bun all the way in half, it's no, it's not a sandwich either. You okay. wait. Every time I make a bologna sandwich from now on, I'm standing it straight up and down vertically. <laughs> okay, I'm going to Google this. Is, hot, is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, it's a big time. It's a big time controversy. Watch this. Hey, Siri. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. You stupid. That backfired. You stupid. Yeah, that didn't play out the way we were hoping. What's Siri know? What, is, what does Siri know? It says that is according to an official press release from the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. And we're going to trust those guys. That's about like the Flat Earth Society. That's about like the Chicken Wing Society. <laughs> I might have to get an iPhone now. <laughs> I like Siri. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> All right. Well, that backfired on you guys. It did. Yeah, that didn't work out well. <laughs> I'm going to turn it back over to you guys for a California preview before we take off. Well, they're going to make some left turns. Um, <laughs> now, I'd be interested to see, you know, especially, you know, that's a rough track out there. And Okay, stop. Okay. The word hot dog ref refers either to the sausage that you buy squeezed in a plastic package with seven or so of its kind, or to the same sausage heated and served as a long split roll. When it's served in the roll, it's also a sandwich. Hence, Ooh. a hot dog is a sandwich. Okay, is that like on what search engine did That's you That's from is on a bun. This is Google. That is from the International Sandwich Council. <laughs> and what was Siri say, or what was the uh, one that said in my favor? The Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Okay. These people have spent the last five months asking all manner of public figures to proclaim the stance on a needlessly but undeniably divisible issue is a hot dog a sandwich. I think here's the important thing going forward. Either way, they taste good. So. We're in a political year. This needs to be one of the debate questions. I don't know that I can vote for a president that doesn't believe a hot dog's a sandwich. And I'll be honest, I think our current president has had plenty of hot dogs. Yes. And well, <laughs> any uh, the, the the famous people they asked made the term for the same reason Nathan did, because the bun has a seam in it. It's not disconnected. But what do actors know? So here is a, a website, <laughs> nationalreview.com. The first top or the first headline says some disordered and lost souls keep saying hot dogs are sandwiches. They are wrong. Here's why. And there's a lot of big words I can't pronounce in this article. Okay, they described it as this here. They said it has to have a top and a bottom and two open sides. You have two open sides on each end. It's open. That's true. 
So I would argue that even a hoagie, if it's not sliced all the way through, then it's a hot dog. The modern concept of a sandwich using slices of bread as found within the West can be arguably be traced to the 18th century Europe, and I have no idea what that word is. Mm-hmm. Did you go to Crothersville? No, I went to Brownstown. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here I can't read. So let me ask you this. What what defines bread? What do you mean? What makes bread? Bread machine. <laughs> but what I mean is... I, I, I see where you're going, yeah. Is a quesadilla sandwich. It is two things with stuff in between. It is vertical. It is oh, open at all this. seams. You're so, putting too much thought into this. It, no, is a case, it, it, I'm just looking at the definitions you're giving. I, I agree with him on this. I mean, that is the entire definition you gave. Sandwich. Okay, is a hot dog a taco then? Hmm. Mm. Great point. Could it be a taco? Especially when By you some onion, people's onions definition. and peppers on the top of it? It's a meat taco. Just like the definition. Meat taco. <laughs> like the definition of a stromboli could be two different things, too. Like a stromboli could be like cheese and like meat and sauce wrapped up in pizza crust, or it could be on two slices of bread. I don't think I've ever had no, a stromboli that's wrapped that's up in pizza crust. That's a calzone. To me, yeah. that's a calzone well, when you wrap it up in pizza. Bubba's 33. They've got that. I, they call it a, a super stromboli. I've got wow. it before, and it's all wrapped up. See, see a stromboli. He, he is right. I've ate that, too. But I, when I, they set it down, I thought I was getting a calzone when yeah. I seen it. It yeah. looks more like a calzone. And yeah. I would say a calzone is not a sandwich. No, I would say that would be a meat pie. So let me ask you this. Is a s'more a sandwich? I don't do s'mores, so I have no but opinion. You, you know what they oh are. Oh, my gosh. I don't drive a Corvette, but I can have an opinion about a Corvette. A s'more is just right. a s'more. Everybody, I apologize. We're going to have to cancel the DARF <laughs> show from now on because Nathan has never ran a NASCAR car, so he, he can't, yeah, he can't have an, an opinion. opinion. But my whole point, a s'more is just a s'more. But no, it's, it's a, a sandwich. chocolate marshmallow mashed between two graham crackers. Well, and it's horizontal, and there's openings on all sides. Yes. I've met every criteria. Yeah, so a s'mores, a sa- it's a s'more sandwich. Yeah. Whatever you guys think, I'm outnumbered. I'm screwed. So. I cannot wait to start ordering at the track this year. <laughs> oh. I cannot wait. But would you say a cheeseburger sandwich? I will. I have no problem but with is, that. But is a cheeseburger sandwich? <laughs> oh, my God. Is it? Can we move on <laughs> again? <laughs> a cheeseburger... Again, horizontal I, yeah, between two I, pieces of bread. I've never seen a guy make his own definition and have so much issue with us I don't know. finding categories. So hot dog's a taco. <laughs> Quesadilla is a sandwich. <laughs> Stromboli is a calzone. You wait until I open a sandwich shop. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> People have no idea what they're getting. And then I'll start a taco truck, but it's really just hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Come get your meat taco. All right, and join us next week for episode three of the Darf Show. Maybe Nathan, maybe. Will, have an, maybe Nathan will have an opinion by then. You know what they say about opinions. It's like a hot dog. You like, always need two. Uh.
Oh, All right, man. everybody, enjoy the Auto Club. You I know think- what's in hot dogs, right? <laughs> I'm sure you'd know. <laughs> the lost souls of sandwiches that came before. Lips and assholes. Enjoy. I think we'd settled. It's the Auto Club 400. So yeah, enjoy I don't know. the yeah. Auto Club 400 this weekend. <laughs> I, I, I do agree with Nathan. There's going to be a lot of left turns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we will. A few pit stops and at least two or three stages yep. there. So. And a checkered flag. Yeah. Let me tell you this. This is just what I'm excited for going forward. I cannot wait until Martinsville because they serve really good hot dogs. <laughs> they do. They do. I might have to call in sick that night. <laughs> I think we all need to make a trip to Martinsville and see who can eat the most hot dog sandwiches. <laughs> Give me another sandwich. I think we need to contact Martinsville and see if they call it a sandwich. So, okay, so time out. Let's go to this. <laughs> is a pizza burger a sandwich? I say yes because it's a burger. When you go to Eldor and you get the pizza burger oh. between two pieces of bread, two pieces of meat with mozzarella and pizza sauce between the two pieces of meat, held horizontally, sandwich? Okay, but can I ask this though because sometimes when we're at Eldora I might partake in a few toilet waters and yeah snake um, bites yeah so so sometimes I may eat my pizza burger kind of like vertically does that still qualify as a sandwich or am I all have I created a whole new food category I think you went to the pizza burger taco okay okay but here let me ask you this when I eat pizza I fold fold the slice in half so I don't. Is, That's a pizza taco. Oh, because you don't, though. What is that? Because hey, I folded it in half, so now I got bread on top and bottom. But, okay. And I hold it. Time out. That's more on. like a hot dog. In time my out. It's a pizza taco. <laughs> what if I take two slices and put them on top of each other? Now we've got openings all the way around. Pizza stuff in between. Pizza, pizza sandwich. sandwich. Calzone. <laughs> no, because it's, it's open. not sealed. It's not sealed up. It's open. So that's a pizza sandwich. I am so glad that we figured all this stuff out tonight. I can't wait till next week. I got to find it. We look forward to your food hot, <laughs> yeah. hot topic than anything. It might be why we weigh what we do. So. <laughs> well, that's that's why we'll just do a weekly food one because it fits all of us. I'm just going to say I feel glad now. I'm the smallest guy in the room. <laughs> Is it a chicken strip or a chicken tender? Depends on whether it's got clothes on or not. <laughs> and with that, we will see you next week. <laughs>